Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. doing this oh my god oh what's that song <laughs> oh you know what here's what i'm thinking of quick corkscrew because day drinking summer and we haven't corona. even gotten okay. to anything else so go for it yeah i love it so i <laughs> when i was younger i knew a girl in middle school who was like way more developed beyond my years Ooh, and I remember okay. going on like the bus with her one day. Like my mom and dad like wrote like a note that I could go to her house for a birthday party so I could ride her bus. And I remember being on the bus with her and she was like playing this song for me that was like, suck my dick, suck my motherfucking dick. <laughs> and that's the whole song. And then I was like, okay, whatever. And then we get to the house and it was like a party for like older people. Like obviously I was in middle school, so I was like 13 or whatever. Yeah. But the party was for like 25 year olds. I remember there was a fight that erupted because somebody hosed the other's girlfriend. So anyway, long story short, that's what I was thinking of was that gross ass song. <laughs> nice. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for regaling us with that story. Um, You're welcome. So we are the Corky Crime Sisters, y'all. <laughs> we are the oh get it girl all the way around <laughs> um we are the podcast where two sisters actually like to hang out with each other always forever and especially in the quarantine just on facetime um and like to <laughs> and like to have an adult beverage or two or three or we're already balls deep today today <laughs> y'all are in for a special treat <laughs> um we're in rare form we are and we like to p- talk about some crazy shit while doing it right yeah some Boom. crazy native colorado shit that came mm-hmm. out this week and i'm so excited about it <laughs> the girl over there with the crazy uh messed up middle school memories apparently is taylor <laughs> <laughs> um the lady with the crazy bun what has happened to it in the two oh, minutes we've recorded is nikki it's it's good you should take a picture of this shit people need to see I've, this it was like fine and then halfway through our recording it, it got worse <laughs> yeah. i don't know how or why it's quarantine, baby. It's got a mind of its own. Earlier this week, my husband literally, we were laying on the couch together and he says to me, you have a long hair growing out of your nose. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? <laughs> so, of course, I like immediately went and trimmed my nose hairs. But I was like, this is quarantine life. What am I supposed to say? Nothing like this bitch Nikki over here. Literally, like, it was probably January 30th or something. And I texted mom and Naime and I go, oh my God, I have a long black hair on my chin. What the hell? I'm only 24. And Nene goes, yeah, we noticed it on Christmas, but we just didn't want to tell you. (laughs) Like, ma'am, I am too young to have these hairs sticking out of my chin hole. 
The funny thing is, is I really didn't notice it. I was just giving her. A oh, hard seriously? Time, so. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, I've been holding a grudge for a while about oh, this shit. This is good stuff. Okay, so today, Taylor, what are we going to be talking about? We are going to be talking about um, a new case. Well, okay, so it was a cold case in Colorado that actually what we have a suspect now after how many years? Like. I think it ended up being like 57, but we'll get into it. We'll yeah, get we're going to get into it. it. But yeah, it was a cold case in Colorado. We got a suspect this week, like 2020 this week, which is like the coolest thing to me. So I'm really excited yeah. that Nikki's going to be telling you about this. Um, I think, because we're I think gonna, it's important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think because we're doing Taylor's Tales, I think we're just going to start to call this like m- mom helped out with this and she says it should be Nikki's Bits. Ooh, Nikki's bits. Nikki's bits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. So y'all are getting some of Nikki's bits today. Today was my turn. I love it. Um, also, I am wearing my "Ask Me About My Podcast" T-shirt. You so are, <laughs> and I love it. I am not. That's it's okay. okay. A moment ago, we were just in bralettes. We were. I was sitting in my front yard in a bralette. I had to ask my boyfriend. I was like, "Is this inappropriate?" Like, we live around a bunch of kiddos. Like. Uh, you want to talk about inappropriate? So I live in, um, it, it's a development, but it only has nine houses. And we all have mm-hmm. like an acre plus of land, but we're all in a development together. So we still have an HOA and blah, 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 whatever. So everybody knows everybody. And this, mm-hmm. and, and my husband and I are new to the development. Like we just moved in a couple months ago. And this morning I went outside and didn't even realize it, but I went outside in my pajamas, grabbed my mail my neighbor across the street was out waved yada yada as I'm walking back (laughs) I looked down at my shirt and I'm wearing my proud to be a nasty bitch (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt which is my husband's old punk band (laughs) so I was like oh man I'm representing our freaking neighborhood well (laughs) I love that yeah yeah I wore that to work one day on accident because you can't really tell at first when you think about it. Cause it's just a white and red shirt. And so I had to wear yeah. like my hoodie the whole time I was at work. And I was like, yeah, this isn't great. You're like, son <laughs> of a, son of a bitch. No. Um, son of a bitch. So what are we drinking today, Tay? What are you drinking? Oh, well, Nikki so nicely dropped me off a morning glory from Fuzzy's Tacos, which was a mango and strawberry margarita smoothie with champagne in it. Oh my God. Um, so good delicious me and that Gunner shit was curbside curbside yeah which is like these are quarantine margaritas you gotta have one yes um so me and my boyfriend right quick sucked that shit up and now i am drinking Michelob ultra the piss water of the champions <laughs> nice well i'm gonna drink prosecco i'm putting it into what is the minuscule amount left of my fuzzy margarita <laughs> so just a little bit of flavor a <laughs> little bit a little bit <laughs> Oh, are you okay? Is a big break? No, it started to overflow, but I knew it was going to overflow. So I pretty much caught most of it because it opened way too fast. That's how good at this shit mm, I she am. She practices, people. She practices. I'm just going to crack my Michelob over here. You know, I feel good about drinking this. I was just looking at it and it only has 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like... 
it could be worse could totally be worse why do you think our friend like because he chugs beer on the reg like on every day he probably drinks and this is not like me being mean or whatever like a mean shout out but call out but he probably drinks like easily 18 beers a day and he's tiny like he's not like beer belly or interesting he only drinks Michelob Ultra this is true yeah yeah this is true so all right Beanie are we ready to start this no we got a Yamas oh my god what am I doing I remembered who we were but I don't okay (laughs) Yamas she's like just pretend I was not ready to hear your story yeah cheers me and now there's a hair in my mouth oh my god I'm drinking Prosecco out of a straw shit's about to that's get hard real y'all you know what's really awesome is this is a patreon that we um might go ahead and just release to everybody so everybody gets a little tidbit yeah. of it um but we are doing a real uh episode after this so that episode is gonna turn into a drunken debauchery <laughs> real fast yes. it's gonna be like that time we did the uh heists and Viva Las Vegas in the same day. And we were shmammered <laughs> yes. by the end of it. Like, we had no idea what we were doing. The good thing is, is that it's quarantine still and we don't have anywhere to go. So yeah. you're at your house. True. I'm at my house. Boom. We can get shmammered. We got to pick up groceries at 7 p.m., but we'll figure it out. <laughs> I won't drive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you guys, as Taylor was talking about, um, we had a case that came across like all of the news platforms recently um, here in Colorado. And it was a cold case um, that was super not solved for like 57 plus years, something like that. Um, And I got all my information from 9news.com, which is a news station here in Colorado. Um, So it was 1963. O-M-G Taylor Ann. That was a burp and a yawn all in one. I'm ready though. I'm going to have you yawning? It was a burp and then I didn't get enough breath like oxygen oh. in so then it was a yawn. <laughs> it wasn't because I'm tired. I'm doing fine over here. Don't Kay. you worry. Okay. <laughs> so it was 1963 and Margaret Elizabeth Peggy Beck was a normal 16-year-old girl living with her parents and three younger sisters in Edgewater, Edgewater Colorado. Ooh, and where is that? Uh, so I looked it up and it is, um, well, here, let me read my next statement and then you'll... In okay, August, fine, fine. yeah, let me read my next note and then you'll know. In August of that year, Peggy, along with other girls her age, went to a Girl Scout camp at the Flying G Ranch near Deckers. Didn't know the where Flying Deckers was. G? Flying G, as in G, like homie G G. Like G string G? Yeah. I know where Deckers is. It's a very popular off-roading place. Oh, okay. So Deckers is a it's a, a town in the mountains southwest of Castle Rock. Yep. Edgewater is somewhere near there. Okay, that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, that's the club goes there a lot to off-road. Okay, cool. So uh, she was especially excited to go to be going this year in particular because she was going to be um, she was going as a counselor. So she wasn't just cool. going as somebody going to camp. She was actually a counselor. She was in charge. She was so happy. So on the morning of August 18th, after Peck, Pecky, this is how it's Pecky? going. Let me Ooh. drink some more. Uh, yeah, Pecky, drink more. 
Peggy failed to show up for breakfast, um, her tent mate became worried and went to check on her. To her dismay, she found Peggy dead in her tent. Um, she had been sexually assaulted and strangled. Oh, mm. no. I know, right? So upon collecting data at the scene, one thing that they did have was the DNA from the perpetrator. Like, from the sexual assault, they were able to collect that. That Good. doesn't okay. always happen. So, um, unfortunately, back in 1963, DNA testing wasn't anything like it is today, as we all know. So at the time, it led to a uh, John Doe DNA profiling case um, to be made. Like, they just were like, we don't know who this is, but we're going to put it in the system. Here it is. It was at this... Okay. Um, it was at this point that the case went cold, of course. So, fast forward 44 years. And that Jane Doe DNA case um, that was originally created was then entered into... Combined DNA Index System, also known as CODIS. So the, the next part is literally, this is exactly what CODIS is, and I got it from FBI.gov. I wanted to give our listeners what the description of CODIS is in case you are unfamiliar. And I started to write it myself, and I, I felt like my changing it was making it like maybe not what it actually is, if that makes yeah. sense. So. Yes. The Combined DNA Index System, or CODIS, blends forensic science and computer technology into a tool for linking violent crimes. It enables federal, state, and local forensic laboratories to exchange and compare DNA profiles electronically, thereby linking serial violent crimes to each other and to known offenders. Using the National DNA Index System of CODIS, the National Missing Persons DNA Database also identifies missing and unidentified individuals. So, I don't know, Tay, like, do you want to give, like, a brief, like, what do you think that means? Like, basically... I mean, yeah, from what I understand to be from all of my training and whatnot, is it's basically just a place that we house DNA samples. Yes. Um, of people that have been committed for basically anything, to yeah. be honest with you. If you have been committed or charged with something, your DNA sample has been registered within CODIS. As and long as it's can... been collected and collected, sorry, not to cut you off, but also collected DNA yeah. from um, people who are the, oh, God lost it the perpetrators the perpetrators and the victims oh my god <laughs> victims yeah yes victims so they Sorry. they basically any piece of data they collect is then put into this system right i i i'm glad you put up the victims part because i forgot that that was part of it yes however then when we go to a new crime scene or we have a new piece of dna from a different scene like a lot of times they will actually upload dna that they don't know who it belongs to right yep and so what's cool about that is then say we go to a different crime scene and we have random DNA, we can then put it into CODIS, um, you know, or not even a crime scene, that's not a great way to put it. Say we arrest somebody and we take his DNA or her DNA, put it into CODIS, and then it can actually ding up an old case that we took DNA for. Exactly. So um, it starts linking. Linking people together and... um it's really cool and it's actually one of the best ways i mean dna is one of our best ways we can solve crimes right so being able to register everybody's dna that it comes in contact with the law in a, any manner is awesome yeah absolutely so 
Um, good description. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so even after, four, so like 44 years went by, they entered the this John Doe DNA into CODIS. It still took, so that was in 2007, okay? It still okay. took until June of 2019, so just last year, which Oof. was named the Summer of Justice. And I think it was Crime Junkie slash anybody else out there that is a true crime fan that was following anything that happened yes. last year. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, and that uh, that a more complete profile of this DNA was made. Yes. Yes, right? So the updated profile was sent for investigative genetic genealogy? Genealogy. 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 Thank you, Dustin. Yep. (laughs) You're good. I knew I wasn't going to say it right, no matter how drunk or not drunk I was. So um, (laughs) it was then sent into United Data Connect in October of 2019, and it received a hit. So this genealogy hit came through so the difference between the genetic genetic gene i'll say it again can't do it genealogy thank you so genealogy (laughs) is basically kind of the same thing as codis except for when the dna gets put into the system anybody that has any kind of dna marker that matches yours and i think you have to have at least what 12 identifying genetic markers to be considered a match or something along those lines Mm -hmm, that sounds right um it will bring up a hit. Now, that doesn't mean that it was you. It means that your D- somebody else's DNA that got entered matched mine or Taylor's, but it could have actually been our mom's. So it could be anything along those lines. So this then brings up the fact that like it, it can marker anything. These are people who, and it's not just people who are in the system. These are people who put their information in for Ancestry.com or any of those things. They are now able to use that DNA technology and link it to anybody that they have on file that could be a perpetrator or a victim, and they're able to link them to possible relatives, not even just the perpetrator. It's crazy, y'all. Oh, it's insane. (laughs) That's how we got the Green River Killer or Mm. the Golden State Killer. Like, these are big cases. I have to do a quick corkscrew on the Green River Killer. I was going to wait until the next episode, but this one's getting posted to everybody, too. So, I almost lost my fucking shit today. I'm Uh sitting on the couch, and I'm scrolling through good old Facebook, and a thing pops up, and it's actually on Crime Junkie's uh, web, like, their Facebook page of, like, the fans. And because of this whole COVID-19 thing, we talked about how, like, you know, certain prisons and stuff are, like, releasing people or getting early bonded or whatever in in washington in washington where the green river killer is they had a vote they had a vote to let go or release prisoners that are incarcerated there and it what the the vote get this (laughs) get this the vote failed so he they stay in prison but it failed okay five to four no shit what if it had passed people like um what what the fuck is his even his name um i don't even remember oh oh my god it's bugging me i just looked at it but anyway people like him who was convicted of killing 49 people he's 70 years old but he's in he's in prison for killing 49 women he would have possibly been up to be released because of this whole thing it's not 
I'm really big about natural consequences. Um, about like, you know, or a natural cause and effect. Whereas like with COVID, releasing pe- Gary Ridgway. That's it. I knew it started with an R, his last name. Gary Ridgway. Yes. It, it It's not a natural effect to me that we have COVID to release all these people. Like that doesn't make fucking sense to me. Even my kiddos that are getting released early, I'm like, you're so not ready to be an adult. What? <laughs> like, Well, not only that, no and way. like, call me harsh for saying this, and I guarantee you there's people who would not agree with me, and I'm so sorry if you don't, but this man killed 49 people, and now you're going to release him into the world because you're afraid he's going to get coronavirus and might die? No, go fuck yourself. He deserves to <laughs> die. And if he dies a miserable death because of corona, then so be it. Like, am I the only well, one that thinks that way? Like, I, no, I, I hear you. <gasps> and like, the, the other thing that makes me upset about this Corona side is that people are really upset that other, like, there's a whole brigade, not even brigade, it's not the right word, but protest that people don't want these companies um, like Nano Labs and there's another one, I forget what it's called. However, they don't want them using their DNA to find their family members that have committed crimes. Because yeah. it infringes on their rights and it fucks their privacy. And kind of the same, I feel you... very strongly with you too, where I don't give a shit if your uncle was a murderer Mm-mm. and you put your DNA in and we find him. I don't care. I just don't. No, and you like, gave up that right as soon as you justice. surrendered your DNA to a public domain, if you will, you gave up that yeah. right. You said, I don't care what you use my DNA for, essentially. And it, like, yeah, like you said, if... If that were me and my DNA was going to link to uh, uh, to a, a family member that had killed somebody, then you know what? That family member deserves to be in jail anyway. So use it. No matter how much I love that human. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I mean, I think we joke a lot, a lot. Like if you were to murder somebody, blah, blah, blah. But I also think like at the end of the day, what is morally right? No, for sure. For sure. So good segue. We'll get back into the case. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so uh, it the 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 testing was then sent to the United Data uh, Connect in October of 2019, and it got that hit. The DNA okay. was said to match a close relative of the killer, who is suspected to be 80 year old James Raymond Taylor. James Raymond Taylor, 80 years oh, old. Okay, that gives me goosebumps. So it turns out that James was living in Colorado at the time with his family or like with a wife and a child. Um, He was working as a TV repairman in Edgewater. However, however, there is no evidence proving that James had any prior contact with Peggy. So it's not we don't know that he like specifically targeted her at this point. Okay. Okay. Um. So here's the thing that really drives me bananas. Um, Don't tell me. Don't ruin my day. (laughs) James' last known location was in Las Vegas in 1976. And he does have a criminal record in Vegas from 1972 to 1974. However, those charges were not released. So we don't know what criminal offenses he committed in vegas but he does have a record there okay okay so we just lost a human okay at at this point jefferson county sheriff's department they haven't been able to locate james they say it's possible that he's no longer alive um james has also not been in contact with any of his family members since the 70s 
So they're hoping by letting this story out, by you and I telling it, whatever, that it may help locate where he is, where he was if he did pass away, somebody who knows anything about this man. But at this point, we have no idea. Wouldn't there be like... uh, I'm trying... Breathe. Wouldn't there be death records? Like, wouldn't there be any? I mean, unless no, and that's what they said. No, that's what they said. They have looked. They have looked through. They've done requests for death certificates. They've done. I mean, like all of that in Vegas, here in Colorado, they have nothing. But the problem is, is that even if there's not one in Colorado or Vegas, if he moved anywhere else outside of Vegas after his last known anything, and then died, that's where his death certificate would be. Can they not do a, like, nationwide search? Like, that feels like info that should be readily available. You would think. But I don't even that's, know. But that's the problem. Oh, my so, God. So we leave this as, and I'm just going to throw this at the end because this is what Nine News had also. Um, anyone who has information on Taylor is urged to call the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office tip line at 303 271 five six one two or metro crime stoppers at seven two zero nine one three seven eight six seven and you're supposed to reference case number six three dash one zero three three five that's case number six three dash one zero three three five isn't crime stoppers what what sponsored crime junkie for a long time I think so. I think Ashley Flowers is part of Crime Stoppers in Indiana. Which is really cool. So I feel like just for a second, I want to touch on like Crime Stoppers allows you to tip anonymously on yes. crimes going on in your community. So like for Colorado, there, there's a Crime Stoppers. They're basically nonprofit from what I understand, which is super cool. So if you have info on anything, but you're afraid of like getting your own personal info out, that do it is a way to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and you could volunteer. Yes, you can volunteer, which is very cool. I've thought about that. Like, it's just neat. Get together. Yeah, that would be fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I am going to give you, uh, just to round this out, we're going to lighten the mood a little bit, and I'm going to give you two... (laughs) um two hashtags hashtags and this week i picked hashtag i was so high (laughs) okay because of colorado is that why you're picking this yep (laughs) but i am gonna leave some of them for our like full episode case too so um so the first one was hashtag i was so high i parked in the drive-thru and went inside (laughs) (laughs) take that person's keys oh my god (laughs) like why are you even going outside (laughs) i hope they ordered and then got to the window and then got out and went inside like i hope they did half the (laughs) trial and tribulation of ordering through the drive-thru oh my god could you even imagine um I assume it was somebody that was like, yeah, we're going to go through the drive-thru. And then they were like, no, this is going to take too long. So they're like, fuck it, let's go inside and just like (laughs) parked right there. (laughs) Okay. And then the last one for our Patreon will be hashtag I was so high. I was trying to take a shower with my socks on. (laughs) (laughs) You just forget to fully unclose. I could see your husband doing that. 
Like you just walk in and you're like, oh shit, I got my socks on. <laughs> <laughs> Could you even imagine? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's good stuff. They do say wearing socks makes you orgasm more. Really? Like there's a whole study and I have to find it about wearing socks during sex makes your chances of orgasm higher. Is it because it's sexes. like a compression thing? I have no idea. Who are you sticking your tongue out at? Uh, my boyfriend must have heard me say orgasm and he showed up in the window. <laughs> you say orgasm and he just like magically appears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, this was a great Patreon. Um, I feel the need to say he just yelled at me that his mom listens to this. Yet at the end of the day. This week, I think it was, or last weekend, I talked to her and I, she was talking about our last episode and how it had a lot of echo, which we're working to fix. I want you guys to know. I'm hoping this one's better. Um, but I said to her, I was like, gosh, she's like, you guys are so funny. And I was like, I'm so worried because we're so raunchy. And she was like, you two never. What? <laughs> She was like, you two are so funny. Don't even worry. Like, it was really cool because I was like always really worried about her listening to it because I was like, I don't want uh, like you we are. You know what? We are a little raunchy, but like you have to know us and like know our humor to and like even those of you who are like getting to know us through this podcast, like it's just our humor and it's who we are and we're not going to change and like we don't mean to offend anybody, but we are just who we are. No, right. And I, I just thought it was hilarious and I, I loved it. And I loved the fact that she called me last weekend to tell me that my, our podcast was echoing. Nice. And I was like, yes, I thank appreciate you. So she's looking feedback. out for us. Thank you. Thank you. She's the godmother of our podcast. I love it. I love it. Oh, all right, Beanie. Well, on that note, um, we will see you guys for the regular episode this week also. Yes. All right. Oh, get it, girl. Yamas. Yamas. <laughs> <laughs>